think we're learning that people in this building really like to work outside of regular work hours. So to intro, Lizzie and I just got a brand new office. This is the first podcast right now from our little podcast booth that we set up in the brand new office. Do we have a name for it yet? Have you thought about it? We just call it the studio right now. Yeah. We'll come up with a fancier name later. But for now, if you hear any background noise, walking, talking, sorry, we'll do our best to take it out. But this is the, the way the setup is in the meantime. The office is partially painted and we have some tables. We have the two chairs for the podcast area. And that's pretty much it. I just want to paint a picture before we start getting into everything. Lizzie's currently sitting in a hanging chair. And the hanging chair is in the shape of a giant egg. And we've taped uh, a giant moving blanket around her so that she's literally sitting in a giant noise-proof nest. So she might even sound better than I do in this situation. So... On that note, hello and welcome back <laughs> to the A Couple of Creatives podcast. I'm Chris and this is my fiance, Egg Girl. I'm his fiance and business partner, Lizzie, <laughs> not Egg Girl. <laughs> I insisted on buying this chair. It's like one of those like bohemian-y like hanging chairs, like basket chairs. And sorry, I'm kind of sniffly because my allergies are really acting up. I don't know what it is. Yeah, you've been a little bit of a wreck I'm a in the last. Sniffly. You know, Lizzie stretched her neck in the last few nights, oh my so she God, she yeah. was literally a stick man, just walking around with straight arms and straight neck. So I tweaked my neck like two weeks ago. Yeah. And I was I slept funny, and I thought, you know, when you sleep funny, you're like, oh, it'll go away. I'll just leave it alone. And it did like slowly, slowly started to go away, and then it was almost completely gone. And Chris was like, here, why don't you sleep on like my fancy neck pillow? And I was like, perfect. I'll sleep for one more night on this fancy pillow and I'll be cured forever. And like, this will be the last night I have yeah. any neck I pain. thought I was doing like a nice gesture. Like so you- did I. <laughs> I thought, we both thought that this was going to be it. You know, the be all end all of my neck pain. And I woke up at like 6.30 or 7 in the morning in so much pain. Like it woke me up. My neck pain. And I've never experienced that before, ever. And then it was just kind of like bad all through the day. And at night, it just decided it was going to seize up and it freaking hated me. And so I literally couldn't turn my head or move at all. Yeah, so I spent... uh Last night, uh, massaging her neck for like probably like 20 minutes. With like a some good mas- amount of time. Good yeah. amount of times. I mean, you got to support your partner when they're going through these Oh my pain. God, it was really like, I couldn't <laughs> sit up by myself. You had to pull me to sit up and it hurt so much. But anyways. <laughs> it gave us a small taste of what it's going to be like when we're senior citizens. Yeah. So my life's so hard. I had to book a massage for myself today. <laughs> like how you always change your voice for that. Because it sounds like, so I had to book a massage. You know what I mean? Yeah. But... I did have to. I didn't know what else to do. And so I went in and it wasn't like one of those really nice relaxing ones. It was like half the time I just spent like wincing. And then he was like, now take deep breaths. And I felt like I was giving birth a little bit. I was like, (sighs) and he's like, does it hurt? And I was like, it does hurt, but it's the good kind of pain. (laughs) And then I immediately came from that here. So I'm trying not to move in my egg basket. And <laughs> <laughs> she's re she's being reborn. <laughs> you know when you fill out that little form 
when you go in for a massage and they're like, what's wrong with you? And like, what medications do you take? I'm like, oh no, I'm about to be heavily judged for all the medications I take. And I'm like healthy. It's just a lot of like random stuff. I don't know. So let's get to the, the topic of this week's yeah, maybe episode. We'll, so the office. Um, we wanted to chat with you about the office. Um, this was like a decision that we've been thinking about doing for the last probably couple months, like seriously. I mean, it's always been a dream. We're like, we want to own an office. Let's make it happen. But you know, we had just purchased our home only like a year and three months ago. So, you know, we were still trying to be like cost effective because it's Toronto and everything's really expensive. So when we bought our home, we bought a two bedroom, two bath and the one bedroom and bath was going to be our like temporary office or office. So we were working out. Yeah. When we had editors come in and like, I think we both thought we were going to be doing that for way longer than we ended up doing because when we first set up the office, we were like, this is so great. We each have a desk and, you know, we travel so much. It doesn't make sense to have anything else. And like for a while that was okay. But then over time, I don't know, your chair just kept bumping my back. Like our, our if you've never seen our office video or photos of our office, our desks face like the opposite wall. So our chairs are back to back. So like Chris will push his chair out and bump mine or... We're walking in and out a lot. It's distracting if one person's coming in and like getting all their gear. It's kind of distracting. But like, you know, we dealt with it. It wasn't too bad. Um, It made it hard to concentrate sometimes. Like when you were editing a photo and you wanted to show me or, you know, vice versa. And then the other person would be like deep in an edit. Yeah, we both want each other's validation. Yeah, so it would be really hard for the other person. So then we were like, oh, I don't know. Separate office would be nice, but you know, in a different world. And then Chris got an editor and we love him. We love Lucas. Yep. Um, he's, at first he was only in like one or two days a week. Yeah. And then it became three days and then it became most of the week. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of slowly moving towards he's, like a full-time position yeah. now. And that's like kind of what, that's like the next step that I want to be making with YouTube. So like not only was like, all right, we need a new office space because it's the next logical step in wanting to take this uber seriously like we already have like our youtube careers have always been a thing but i think well, we've talked about your editor before yeah, yeah I, I think mean, everyone knows why it's necessary like it you just can't you can't do everything everything <laughs> and we also want to do more yeah um and better things and we too. want work-life balance like i have no desire to be pumping out three videos a week on top of everything else I have going on you, okay, so by here, myself. But on, anyways. On anyways. a quick side tangent on that. So what? you said work-life balance. Do you think work-life balance exists? Do you think that's like a real thing? I feel like we we can talk about that, but I feel like we just barely skimmed the top edge of talking about why we have the office. Okay, fine. We got onto Lucas and then just stopped. So we also have other employees. That's what I want to get yeah. to. So we have like part-time part-time employees, kind of employees that are managing specific tasks. So we have a podcast producer. So she does like everything related to the podcast pretty much. And we have an audio engineer for that. He works remotely. And for the most part, Holly, our podcast producer, also works remotely. Um, But, you know, when she does come in, she comes in like once a week or once every two weeks, um, sometimes twice a week, depending if there's a lot to do. Um, And we'll have meetings and she needs a place to work for the day or whatever. And she sits at our kitchen table. We also have another uh, part-time employee named Nicole. When she comes in, she sits at our kitchen table. And one day the fire alarm was going off. Oh man, that and was the worst. There were there was Chris and I in our apart in a in our apartment, obviously, and then Nicole and Lucas and Holly. And then we had this like the whole dishwasher scenario. Yeah, this like the dishwasher was being replaced, and it was 
the worst. So we were kind of going, okay, this was a nightmare. This is a nightmare. This isn't working. We need to get an office. And then you and I were thinking like big scale, like huge. Okay, let's get separate offices and we'll have a big common room and then we'll have this. And, and a studio space and to a shoot. studio space to shoot. And then I was shoot. like, let's buy it. There's this one 25 minutes away. Yeah, Chris is like, let's buy one. And I, well, for the record, I wasn't ready to buy one yet because I was like, we don't know what we want. I think we should rent something. But even renting something that size in Toronto, holy shit, guys. No, just no. Yeah. Just I think no. <laughs> I had like horrible expectations. Like commercial real estate, I was like, oh, you're not living there, so it's different. That's what so, I thought. It should be way... Sorry, I'm yelling. You're so loud. That's what you I thought. Girl. It should be way... Because it angers me. I'm like, there. it doesn't even include its own bathroom or kitchen sometimes. Yeah. And you're charging me how much and limiting how many people you can have in here at one time. Yeah, by the way, if you're looking for an office space, they limit how many people can work in it. They're like, this is for two people. And I'm like... I could fit way more than two people in here. They're like, oh, but we charge you another like $200 per person. Okay. So like, how about on this note, why don't we talk about the places that we saw, the experiences that we went through? Because Lizzie and I bickered a little bit. I got really quiet around some certain areas and then how we decided on the space that we're in right now. Yeah. Um, But even, so then after deciding we wanted a big office space and we were talking to a realtor who was going to help us find one, potentially to buy, potentially to rent because we couldn't agree on what we wanted to do. Yeah. Um, we went to the Philippines and then we realized, oh my God, we love traveling. I don't want to be at home. (laughs) I, you know, maybe we should just film everything while we're traveling and like all our videos. And then we come home and we only edit, you know, and maybe that's the solution. And maybe I can get like a small office just to edit in when we come home. And the more that we were home, I think the more we realized that wasn't Realistic. Yeah, I mean, realized it wasn't realistic. Well, it's, it isn't realistic because also when you're at home, you just you generally have like a routine and you have more energy, and that breeds more excitement for you to create, and it also allows you to be more creative. I find when you're traveling because there's so many other logistics logistics going on, like the hotel room, the food for the night, all this other stuff. You feel does, like poo. You, you don't feel great, and like as much as you were like the the, <laughs> it just it you're exhausted by that point. Yeah. So like not only have you tried to create a whole video and you're trying to do all this traveling, you're not even having the experience of traveling. So, you know, we're also trying to make sure that we're opening ourselves up to having like days off while traveling too. Yeah. So to put the expectation that we're going to shoot videos all the time on every single trip is just not realistic no. because there's too many boundaries in the way. So by deciding to have an office space, you're making sure there's less boundaries so you can create more often mm-hmm. and have stability. And the other story is my desk at home, which slowly accumulated piles and piles of crap over the last four months, We're five months. I'm not going to talk about it. I hated it so much. And I wondered, because <laughs> I'm not a dirty person. I'm not an untidy person. No. So then I was like, why is my desk, why don't I want to work at my desk anymore? You know, and I started to, I thought like maybe I just, I don't know, I didn't feel like working at my desk. And then I started to think more about it. And I talked um, in my mastermind to Iz and Becky about it, Iz Harris, Becky Peckham. Um, And they suggested like, maybe you just need to get out of the house. Maybe you need to like go to a coffee shop. You You need your own space. And I think part of that was right, but I don't think it made sense for me to be going to a coffee shop to get my work done when it's like, with both of our house. It should be my office too, you know? And so then I talked to my therapist about the same issue. 
And I said, it's really strange. I don't want to be in the office and I don't really know why. And we talked about some other things that were going on. Anyways, came to the conclusion that we needed, we needed or I needed a separate workspace. Like we both needed our own workspace or at least we needed to create like some kind of divide and, or we just needed more room. So we started, so I basically came to you and I said, look, I feel like I haven't been sitting at my desk because it's just too crowded in here. Like, I don't want to be in there because you and Lucas are in there. I don't feel like it's my own space. I'm distracted. That's probably why I'm never in there. Like, it makes so much sense now, but I just couldn't really pinpoint it. And so now, obviously we have an office, so it worked out, but there was still like a process in finding the right place. And one that made sense because they were all kind of different styles of spaces. Too. Yeah, all three that we saw were so different. Do you want to take the first one? Okay, so the first, so something that I really enjoy is I really like um, <laughs> random skill set that I feel like I've developed over the years is just the ability to find random things, whether it's people or spaces or locations or like random props, like whatever it might be. So like I really enjoy looking at real estate a lot. So um, I started by searching through like the traditional platforms. It's like realtor.com or in the States, I think it's also realtor.com. So looking through there, looking through the commercial listings, I was like, "Ah, okay, I didn't really see anything that I like loved. So then I went on like in Canada, we have something similar to Craigslist, uh, which is called Kijiji. So I started looking on Kijiji and searching up like our area and different businesses and office spaces. And originally I was trying to find a industrial space. So a space with like a big, maybe like bay doors and then like a upstairs with an office. And those things are just way too expensive. So like that didn't work. So then I started searching through office spaces specifically and office. And what I've learned through this is that there's many types of different offices, especially in 2019 with all their unique ways of operating. So the first one I saw was actually technically a co-working space that was about 15 minutes away from like our house. We're like, all right. It was really new. It was really really nice. It was really cool. Funky. Yep. Had all these like nifty glass office cubicle things. It's what you imagine like a co working space. space being a bunch like, of young people. A like, bunch of young here's people. The beer area, and you can have unlimited beer. Yeah, it's beer like unlimited with- beer and unlimited coffee. And like we do all these cool things and like we all help each other out. And it's like a community and like cool. That's great if all you need is one office for someone to work, which is what we were considering. We're like, okay, maybe it would work for just like me or you to swap out and edit in. Like maybe we just need a room for editing. And it would be nice if we could fit a camera in there to do like sitting at the desk, you know, kind of tutorial videos. Like that would be great. Yeah. Yeah, That's what we need. So like every single wall was glass. So like super modern and cool, but for like a YouTube channel and like- It needs some privacy (laughs) and also reflective. And it's reflective and everyone can see it. And so like- it's and for not, sound, it does, yeah. it's the worst. So it's like it, it, it literally is wrong. the epitome of wrong. So they had they're like, oh, well, we have this one corner unit that has like two brick walls. So like we could work with that. It's about two hundred square feet. We call this the six person office. It was crammed for six people. Yeah, I was like, and this then, is a closet. Remember when I was like, oh, so how much is this one? Because we like, thought it was like small. Like yeah. we thought it wasn't like teeny tiny. Yeah. But it was one person, maybe two people could work in there with two desks, you know, like yeah. comfortably. Or one person and like a, a camera and a lighting yeah. setup. We're talking like just only double the size of it's our bedroom. One, it's an, yeah, it's one office, okay? Yeah. And she was like, it's $2,600 a month. And I was like, and like, get, and I literally <laughs> was like, I, I like, I just, I had written, I'm, re- I'm really bad. So in the- Your mo- penis like re- retreated into <laughs> itself. And like, you were just like, no. 
I show it really like if the the That's moment I'm say. not I'm interested. Just like his dick crawled up inside of his cavern body it's funny, and then it's, just wanted to leave. You're it wanted such to a walk out the door. Picture for this everybody. ain't sponsored. Please go if you enjoy my jokes, please contribute to the Patreon and join our creative club <laughs> and back to your regularly scheduled podcast. You didn't go anywhere. You're right here. I made a distasteful joke. <laughs> okay. So she said $2,600 and I was like, in my head, I was like, get the frig out of here. That's ridiculous. Especially that it's not even in the downtown core of Toronto. Like we're talking like outside of the city. Like this it's is- like It's like- the furthest part of Brooklyn in, in terms of like, if you're going to compare to Toronto to New York, it's like the far side of Brooklyn. I was like, this, is, this is not worth some Pabst beer on tap for this. Nah, be. So like, whatever. So we saw some, a couple other areas. But I'm like, trying maybe to be this like open-minded. Work. I'm like, maybe we get the really teeny tiny one that was like, I don't know, what is it like six... Was it 600 or something? No, no. The, the really teeny tiny one. Oh, you know, there was one that was literally a box... It was just a box with a computer inside. And she's like, this one's $600 a month. Yeah. And I was like... Oh. She was very nice. No, okay. For Office 416, if you guys, that's the place. It's really nice. Yeah. I liked a lot of it. It just, just wasn't the right fit for us. you can probably find something else a lot cheaper. It's probably going to be an older building. It's not going to have all the bells and whistles, but you know what? I do want to make a note for people who don't understand it. Real estate is so expensive in Toronto, so it makes sense that they have to make sure that like most co-working spaces aren't like a crazy profitable business. So, you know, they're segmenting different areas off so they can maximize it because one person isn't going to like, you know, mm-hmm. fund the whole thing. So just to build some empathy there, I get why it costs that much, but also on the other side, as the customer, it's still too high. Yeah, it was just like kind of mind-blowing. Um, so the next place was in a building that was literally two minutes from where we live. It was like we could one wheel so easily. It was across yeah. the street from like a freshie. It yeah. was like location, 10 out of 10. Perfect. Yeah. The building was dated and not in like a cute hip lofty way. In like a, it smelled like your grandmother's closet kind of office, if you know what I mean. Like it looked the weird, like my grandmother's yeah, closet. Like the weird old carpet. and But you know, open mind because it was a lot cheaper and they did show us one office that was a good size and the price was way better than the co-working space. Yeah, it was $1,000 less. It was $1,500 a Yeah, month. it was $1,500 and we would have been able to get two people in there and like two desks in there and some storage for yeah. sure. But there was a super loud fan that there, we can't the fan control. Was loud. So like the thing with commercial real estate is that but they like central air. Central air. So you, there's no like individual unit heating or cooling. Uh, we're just taking a quick moment. Someone's rolling something down the hallway. <laughs> yeah. So that's always a bit of a struggle. But you know you win some battles and you lose some. And that's one thing like we knew we would have trouble with. So, So, okay. So for that place, we both liked it. It had a window. It was like big enough for all of us. There's gear storage, like a closet for it. And we were like, oh, and there's security and all this other stuff. So we're like, all right, it's expensive, but like, I think it's good. And then I was like, oh, so what would like, you know, how many people can get in here? He's like, this is a two person office. No more than two people. If there's one more person in here, it's an extra 250 a month per person. And I, that's, okay, so you know when, like, you hear something and it's, like, an instant le- no? An that, instant dick invert again? Yeah. The that, penis retreated again. Why must you always say it? <laughs> because <laughs> it's I've never funny. heard you even use this analogy. <laughs> I've always said that. Okay. I've made well, that joke so many I, times. I disappeared 
the dick disappeared. And I was like, this is stupid. Therefore, Chris disappeared. It's a stupid landlord. And then I called the guy and he was just like kind of snobby on the phone. And I was like, never mind. It's just a weird dude. They seem kind of sketchy. But I was still excited about it because it was a really good size and it had a window that like faced a cute street. And I was like, you know what? Like this seems good. The price is good. The size is good. The whole point of it wasn't that all three of us would be working in there anyways. So, and Lucas isn't there every day of the week. So I thought we could still make it work. Um, And the point was only like, most likely one of us would be in there at a time originally, you know? But it felt like a traditional office. It felt like a place that like a, I don't know if you've ever been to like a normal office building or like something that feels like very like 80s or 90s. If you ever seen the movie Office Space, that's what that place felt like. Just like really dated or even like The Office. It felt like that. Like, Like if you've ever watched Jim Halpert, it At the office, like, I would be Jim in that place. You know where Saul worked in ba- in Breaking Bad? Yeah, I think people can envision it. It's like it's dated and it's it didn't like look that. that nice. Yeah, so we thought about taking that one. But then Chris was like, there's one more I want to see. They only show the front of the building and it, <laughs> it looks was, weird from the front. It looks there's so sketchy. There's no pictures from the inside. So let's just go see it. And I said, yeah, but let's go see it soon so that if we want the other place, we can let them know we want it before Christmas. Yeah, because we were pretty motivated to get it all done by January. Because yeah. We work fast, guys. Like Chris and I make a lot of decisions very quickly. We want everything to be set up. Like everything is fast paced in what we're doing. So the longer we wait on something, the more money we lose. Yeah. <laughs> really. Exactly. Uh, we so, miss I'm, opportunities and But the so. office space is still something that like we were like moving quickly, but we saw all the three places in what, less than a week? Yeah. Based on That's like other I, people's availability, not even ours. Yeah. When I was renting apartments in Toronto, I would schedule like to see three in a day and then I would just pick one of the three. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not wasting time. No, how many high in real estate doesn't make sense, let alone no, decisions in all renting. your life. Um build out like a schedule in your life or build out like what you think is good or just trust your gut because that's what's going to do it. And and the other two places that we saw, my gut was like, no. And Lizzie was like, I like the second place. So the I did second some, place would have worked. It would have been fine, but I, it's, I'm so happy with the place we so found. Anyways, so anyways, we see this place on Christmas Eve. Yeah. So um, I was on realtor.com and um, I was like looking at like this one office space and it was like for lease. And then it came up and like Lizzie mentioned, it had the sketchiest photo. Like it was taken like on an iPhone, not even iPhone, like like an iPhone 3, like the original iPhone almost. That's like what the photo reminded me of. And then afterwards, no other photo. It just had a little thing, like great location. I was like, well, it's not the best location, but it's fine. Well, no, it, it's near like some places we can walk to eat. Like there's literally a subway in next the door. So the yeah, subway- it's like attached. It's in our same building. You can't get into it from inside the building. You have to go outside and go over like literally one door. It's like one step. But the subway gave us confidence that the building was somewhat Legit. Yeah. So anyways, we meet our the real estate agent. Enzo. Enzo. And <laughs> this is old Italian dude. Enzo. So yeah. then we on December twenty fourth. Uh, yeah. In Christmas the morning Eve. before our Christmas like <laughs> meals. Yeah, at like ten AM. Yeah. And he, yeah. Even he was like, Christmas? Eve? Yeah, we're okay. weird. <laughs> Whatever. So he lets us in and it's like a, a really good size. Like really good size. It's just like a big square, yeah. basically. And I look at him and was like, bright lights, it like 
what like white gray walls. I don't know what these yeah. are. And the floors were so cool. We're like, what is this building? And the floors are so these wood floors are so interesting. He's like, oh, it used to be a bowling alley. We're like, that's so cool. It feels lofty, like every traditional production company in Toronto. Yeah, like the that's ceilings the ceiling. are like ten feet tall. There, it's it awesome. Has high ceilings. It does not have windows, but it's still really bright in here. It's so bright. Like I actually prefer being in here than our home in the evening. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Um, and mostly the space. I was like, Chris, we can have a podcast corner. We can both have our desks. We can have storage. We can have a co-working a desk. A co-working, like a big long table where we can eat lunch or when Holly and Nicole come, they can sit there. We can have a coffee area. We can have a place for our coats. Like we can have all this in one space. Yeah. And when one of us wants some privacy or needs like some dedicated time to edit or something, we're going to leave one desk one desk at home. So we're going to bring both desktop computers here, but we're going to leave one desk at home in the in our office right now. Yeah. So that someone could stay home and work from home if they want or if one of us is just doing emails and they don't want to leave the house like they can stay at home. Yeah. But um then it gives us a little bit more room with each other. Yeah. So Lizzie's vision for the place came to life when we were with Enzo. And what sold it for me <laughs> is I was looking at and uh, asked Enzo, I was like, all right. Uh, how last- much is this? No, no. Two questions. I said, well, I already knew how much it was because it was listed on the realtor oh, website. Oh, I didn't know. So yeah. I was thrilled. It was listed at like 1030 a month or something. So like $1,030 a month. So I was yeah. like, oh, this is even cheaper Golden. than the other place. It's yeah. good. It's There's enough separation. But I looked at him. I was like, all right, well, is there a max amount of people that are going to be? And he's like, and he was so funny, like classic Italian. He's like, no, man, you do whatever you want. You get like five people in here. That's what the last place had, like five, 10 people, whatever you want. And we were like, sold. Yeah. Well, in our heads, we were sold. And then we went to him, we will get back to you with an offer, Enzo. You can just, you can just imagine what Chris's dick was doing then. It was a happy dance. It did not invert. No. (laughs) It did a happy dance. It it was good. So um, we went back, we talked about it really briefly, and we decided that we wanted to move ahead. Literally the same day, we were like, we want it, give it to us. Yeah, so we emailed him, filled out an application, uh, landlord approved everything. She answered all our questions that we had about the place, and uh, we're in love. Yeah. We love the the spot. It needs a lot of work, but we're really like happy. Yeah, so we, we signed the lease on Friday. And they let us in early to get set up, which is nice. So we immediately, like the the same day we went out and bought paint and then we painted the next day, already got furniture, assembled we made the decisions hanging chair. so quickly. It's, we've had it for five days. We're not even paying because like fun little fact for people who are interested in potentially getting an office and you are leasing, um, the commercial real estate agent will talk to the landlord and they'll usually give you like a moving in period. I didn't know about this. They'll give you a moving in period where you don't pay. So like even if you're like looking to set up a, whether it's like a, a restaurant, like they might even give you like a month or two to set up the place before you even start paying rent because they realize that you need to get your space to a spot where you can actually make work money to make within the money work. to pay the rent. So we're we're not even we're still in like the trial run right now. Technically, we have ten more days, which is amazing. That makes me even happier. Mm-hmm. So that's so a fun fact for commercial real estate. Here we are in the space. In Lizzie's egg. In my egg, and we are very happy. And I'm just so excited for it to be done already. And it annoys me because we like to do everything so quickly that we have to wait for furniture to be delivered. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, man, we should have just got everything delivered and then stored it somewhere (laughs) beforehand and then just like brought it all in. But yeah. In our last office, um, we worked with this company in the States called Fully, which are like actually awesome partners of ours. This isn't sponsored, by the way. They make 
amazing desks and they're, they're standing desks they're so they're like motorized motorized electric standing desks motorized motorized yeah yeah so you push a button it rises you push a button it falls you can have like preset heights yeah to them they're really cool and even in like full transparency like they don't even make like a crazy markup on all their stuff so no. i think their their way that they operate is that they want like higher demand of selling more yeah. at like a lower price point. So like everything's really affordable. Yeah. Anyways, they're awesome. We yeah. love them. We have a phone call with them tomorrow to talk about what we're going to get in our new office, mm-hmm. which we're really excited about. Because I think we're going to move to like L-shaped desks. So we'll have more room mm-hmm. because... Hashtag live, not sponsored. But not sponsored, just uh, things that we actually like. Yeah. And so they're really cool. One of the coolest desks they have is they have a whiteboard one. Yeah, that one's sweet. I think Sarah has it. Sarah Dietschy. Yep. She all all the YouTubers in our space have the yeah, fully desk. Do. And so she can like make notes on it as she's going. It's really cool. But uh, yeah, so we painted one of the walls in here a dark navy blue. Uh, what is it specifically called? It's called Hail Navy. Ben, if you guys are like into interior design, which our friends Becky and Chris are, that is the Benjamin Moore Hail Navy. I've also, never heard of this color until... <laughs> I did not know it was a big deal when we chose it. It was but. so funny. We went into the paint store and this woman like definitely had been, you know, like a professional painter for like majority of her life and she's just been selling paint. And we're like... She's like, what color do you want? And yeah. we're like, we're looking for like a blue gray, like a dark blue gray and I'm holding like 12 paint chips. She goes, oh, you want Hail Navy, honey. And then it gives us the Hail like, Navy like paint swatch. sad because she had to yeah, sell like, another oh, Hail, Navy. Hail Navy. Like I imagine that's like what like a record store owner has like all these amazing catalogs of like jazz records. And the person's like, can oh, I you, get want- the, you want, can I get the Justin Bieber? And he's like, and like want- Miley Cyrus again? Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, really? And so anyway, she hands us the Hail Navy chip and I was like, oh yeah, I like this better. All the ones I pick up suck. Thanks. (laughs) So that's what we got. And then we ended up FaceTiming Becky and Chris. And she's like, that's Hail Navy, isn't it? She's like, I freaking knew it. (laughs) And then like long story short, it ended up being the exact same color as our door. So it all worked out. We literally didn't plan that at all. Yeah. Anyways, we should go back to your question now. What's my question? The one about work-life balance. Oh, thanks for remembering. You listened to me. I, I always listen to you. No, I don't listen to you all the time. Oh my God. I'm so bad with it. Yeah, that should be a whole other podcast. I don't listen like to listening. Listening. Do you I listen just, to your ba- partner or business partner? I'm yes just, or I'm, no? And like better techniques on how to communicate. I'm just bad. Do you guys want with that? Multitasking. Let us know. One of the things moving into 2020 that I'm trying to do better of is just drop my phone. I hate how much I use it. I think all that all the time. All the time to the <laughs> point where um it's if definitely I'm, like a yeah, consumption. So I mean, let, we'll save that for a whole nother podcast. Um, okay, if, so work-life balance, go. Do you think, Elizabeth... No, I'm asking you now. No, I asked you first. No. Look at you sipping your tea from the side like a gangster. <laughs> Ew, that's That has never so been gross. said. Does it sound bad through a microphone? Yeah, it's Oh, I'm horrible. sorry, guys. Everyone's car is just so exploded. Sorry. People think that in the car beside them, hey, is that car farting? Anyways. No, I don't think there's work-life balance. Um, I also don't think there's work-life balance. There I think was, you can build boundaries, but I don't, I think. I think there's a lot of give and take. There was a CEO um, I saw actually, she was speaking at a conference and now I, it was so many years ago, I don't remember her name or her company. Um, but she talked about how, she, yeah, she didn't believe in work-life balance. She felt that there was always give and take. Yep. And you had to kind of prioritize like the categories of your life and kind of keep tabs on what's not doing so well and then 
you know, maybe next week put more effort into that place. But yeah, there's always going to be one area that's just not doing so well. Um, You can't be perfect in every, like sometimes you're doing so good in your self-care. You know, you're like, oh my God, I've been treating myself. I feel so good. I feel so happy and taking care of myself. Maybe you haven't been working a whole lot, you know? So you go back to work, maybe you're uh, working really hard. Now you're not eating as healthy. You're going to the gym less. Oh, I need to go to the gym more. You you sacrifice a little time at work. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. all a little bit of. I would I would say like one of the pieces of information is like you're manipulating don't, it. I yeah. don't know how else to put it. Well, just don't beat yourself up if you're not hitting the marks that you're setting for yourself. I think there's a lot of ebb and flow in all of life, and some days, like Lizzie said, you're doing better in certain categories than the other one. And I just to remind everyone, we all go through this. Lizzie yeah. and I go through this all the time. And don't beat yourself up if you're not hitting those marks because. Everyone else feels the same. Yeah, I don't think you should punish yourself, but I still think it's a good idea to be self-aware of those categories. I think that's like a great takeaway is the self-awareness. Yeah, and what's not working and what isn't getting enough attention and then making a change and trying to make a change because there's so many people that, you know, they're like, oh, don't go to the gym, don't have time, like can't do it. Like I absolutely can't do it. Yeah. Like I'm never going to do that. And I... I still try. <laughs> like I, th- I think about it. I write it in my calendar. I try to go. I keep trying. Now my neck hurts, so that's off for me this week. But will I try as soon as my neck's better? Yeah. Yep. I'm going to try. I'm yep. not going to give up on it. No. Um. So, yeah, you just have to kind of reevaluate and make changes. Don't like, don't forget about one thing because it's not working. You can fit in most things. But actually, something's really... Something I want to note about like spending time with friends and family. Yep. I think if you, because that's always like, I I still have trouble with that and scheduling time for work and, you know, the things that I want to do, like maybe I want to read tonight or I need to do laundry or I want to go to the gym outside of work, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then a friend's like, hey, let's go for drinks or like come over for a movie on the night that you had your yoga class that you were really looking forward to, you know? And they're like, oh, well, you never come out. I haven't seen you in so long, but you haven't been to yoga in a while. And you're like, you kind of want to go to this yoga class more. I think a lot of people give in sometimes and like go see their friend because it's easier and you don't want to disappoint the person. But I think sometimes you have to say like, I'm so sorry. Can we pick a time right now for next week? Like schedule a time with them right then commit to it and say, it's really important to me that I go to this yoga class. I haven't been in a while. Like, I'm so sorry. I've been really planning on doing this, but let's schedule a time right now that we can get together. Because it's not just, you'll still burn out if you're doing work for other people and then spending time with people for other people and not yourself. Like you want to be fully present with your friend. You want to want to see them. You don't want to go and then resent the fact that you missed that yoga class or whatever. Like sometimes I think I overschedule my evenings, not just with friends, like with family and other obligations because I'm like, oh crap, I haven't seen them in a long time. I need to see them right now. There's always a funny cycle of never seeing somebody for a long time because the moment you've seen everybody, it goes right back to the beginning of the person. That's how I feel too. So like, so I mean, one definitely keep your like inner circle of friends to like your core people that you really love. Intimate, intimate. Because the moment you try to be like, (laughs) yeah, the moment you try to be like everything for everyone, it's already like you've already lost. But I always find it's like everyone's like, let's get together for coffee, and like all these people you've built 
relationships with. It's just everything kind of falls apart. So like not don't be ruthless with your friends, but like if there's certain people you really enjoy being around, it's okay to um, keep a close group of people and also make sure that you're giving yourself some selfish time, some self-care, some love, things that you really love. And or if you can, maybe convince that person to join in what you're enjoying as well so that it's not just one way all Mm -hmm. the time. And like, for example, a lot of people reach out to us and go, do you have time for coffee? Do you have time for a call? Do you have time to look at this? Do you no have time to look time at that? No one has time for a coffee. And if you, and well, not, not just that. I have time for a coffee. I don't have time for all of the times I get those emails, which is more than that one person. That one person thinks they're only that one person that's asked for that. Yep. A lot of people want to go for coffee, want us to look at their Instagrams, want us to, you know, I'm trying to think of other ones. Phone call, interview, questions. You know what I mean? What Lizzie's saying is that everybody wants our time for no money. I mean, some people well, offer, my, but it's not even that. It does not even. I would love to have the opportunity to do all of those things. And I, at, in the beginning, I felt really guilty when I couldn't. And I tried to make time to do all of those, but I wasn't getting any work done. So I'm more selective now. I still do them, but mm-hmm. I'm more selective with the ones that I choose. So if you're listening to this and you know you've sent us that email and you didn't get a response, I'm very sorry. You could try again. <laughs> but we are pretty selective with... Like there is one girl that emailed me today that I will try and make time to have coffee with. There's certain stories that cut through the noise for yeah. sure. Yeah. So it's not like I never do it. I just... We can't do it all the time because again, trying to keep that balance of you know, meeting all our work goals, setting up the office, seeing our family, getting ready for Switzerland, you know, and my health, my neck is all messed up. I'm trying to go to the gym. I'm trying to eat healthy. I want to cook more. I want to go grocery shopping. Chris and I want to go to the movie. You know, we, we're people and can't do it all. So that's why hiring and getting an office is helpful. <laughs> yeah. Office is a nice uh, step into creating a bit more separation into our lives. So um, what would you say are like the big takeaways from getting the office? Mm, well, we haven't been here that long, so I can't... I'm already starting to feel it. Like last like, night, we kind of joked. We were like, oh my God, our home is our home well, right now. I can tell you, yeah, how we feel right now, but I can't tell you like the ultimate takeaways. We could do a like another update later. Yeah. I mean, but- for, for us, I think the separation is a really big one. One thing I mentioned in my video that is already probably up at this point um, is that just like I'm a bit of a workaholic. So for the first time, like being like, oh, I can actually just relax when I'm at home. I don't have to like go and grab the computer. Like having that idea of like going to work is better than work always being around. Yeah. I think... Um- it's definitely nice having the being able to drive home and having it be like neat and tidy and nice. Yeah, where the office will be the mess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Are you 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 look like you're about to say something? No. But anyways, so that's why we got an office. We're really excited about it. Um, hope you don't mind our little stories of all the things that have been happening. But uh, yeah, we have our podcast corner set up uh, and this is going to be the future of a couple of creatives to also make this consistent because one of the other issues that we had when the podcast was at home 
is that we never wanted to do it because we had to set it up and do all these things. And now it's set up all the time and we actually get the chance to make it. So um, we want to just thank you guys all for listening at this point. Um, If you guys don't know, we have a Patreon page, which we're really excited about. There's three tiers if you guys want to support. Again, just you listening is like a great way of supporting. You leaving a comment is even better. And then you can go another step if you really want to, whereas you can join our little Patreon. I think the first one is like two bucks a month. You get a whole bunch of stuff. The second one, you actually get to join in and start asking us questions, which we will start answering on the podcast in the next episode. And then after that, we have another tier where you can get like presets and all this other stuff and even one of Lizzie's prints. So if you want to go check that out, go to patreon.com backslash a couple of creatives podcast or a couple of creatives, I think it is, just on Patreon. So um, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Um, If you have some time, leave a review. That stuff legitimately makes a difference. I feel like it's become cliche where I'm like, leave a comment. It makes a difference. No, like in podcast land, it does. Yeah. So we're uh, all the money from the Patreon goes towards paying our podcast producer, Holly, and our audio engineer. Chris and I are doing this for shits and giggles. (laughs) Would be nice. I'm here for the giggles. Lizzie's here for the shits. I'm here for the shits. So... (laughs) Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you guys in the next one. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye.